Hello, everyone, and welcome to Development Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geisa from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How are you guys doing? It's going to get interesting. Hola, buenas noches. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so today we are talking about the Casa 1910 uh, Cuchillo Parado. I don't know if I said that correctly, Just but put we'll a photo of that. the cigar. I'm sure you got a good photo. That, sound, of it. that sounds right to me, based on my limited. It's amount a nice of looking. That I've been... Bands. That is bands. Which, which I think means like standing knife or something like that. Like my Spanish is, I'm still working on my vocabulary, but I feel like that means like standing knife, and I don't know why. Okay. Chew the Prado. Well, you can ask them at the trade show. Yeah, I'll we'll ask them at the trade get show. Get the answer, so we'll figure this all out. Um, all right, this cigar is a Robusto uh, 5x50, comes out of an undisclosed factory in Mexico. Uh, wrapper is Mexican Sumatra, and the binder and filler are both Mexican San Andres Negro. Uh, price point is $15. Cigar uh, was released in February of 2022, and we picked these cigars up from Blue Smoke of Dallas. Hell yeah. So if you're in the Dallas area, be sure to stop in, pick up some cigars. Uh, nice lounge experience, so hang out, smoke if you want, whatever you want to do. Yeah, how did you? It's hot in Cuchilla Parada right now. It's 101 degrees in Cuchilla Parada. Oh, man. All right. Uh, all right. So, June, tell us about your experience with the cigar. This, uh, <laughs> this was weird. The flavor profile was it was unique for sure and also weird. Uh, so, immediately I got this like uh, dry, bitter, uh, like dehydrated green vegetables. I don't know if that even makes sense. You know, sometimes like you eat certain uh-huh. vegetables mm-hmm. and it tastes really dry and it just tastes like it, it just it's just it's bitter, right? Like, but it's dry, right? Like bitter melon, for instance, is obviously bitter, but it's also juicy. So maybe if you dehydrated that, you're just getting that pure bitter melon taste that's just like dry tannic on your palate. So um, so good then. <laughs> <laughs> no good. <laughs> um so you know. Attached to that as well, uh, I got this like very synthetic kind of sweetness, um, maybe like a sweet and low kind of a thing going on. Um, and then, you know, the cedar was also bitter. So it was it was just really odd. Um, so it was like it's giving me synthetic sweetness is also giving me quite a bit of uh, tannins and dry vegetables uh, and bitter vegetables. Um, so. I don't know. This is not the Mexican experience I'm looking for. I certainly will not do for Taco Tuesday. So what was your experience? Myself. Listen, I always get excited about any time I can smoke a cigar with some tobacco that we have like probably never reviewed or smoked before. So I'm always <laughs> like, sweet, let's get into this. Um and it, you know, it was, I was getting some citrus, some cream. I was getting this floral herbal combo, which I think is probably the closest thing I can relate to, to June's vegetal thing. Um, there were some coffee notes. There was also like this lightness with the tobacco. I, it's just, it was like really easy. It was, I don't know if it, I don't know what it is. It just felt like really light and it's like, there didn't have like really a lot of nicotine to it. Um, Easy, easy strength and body. Um, second, third showed this musty wood, mushroom, floral, herbal quality. Um, still medium strength and body. And then that kind of carried into the um, final third. The burn was 
really bad and all over the place, but the draw was surprisingly not a problem. So I, you know, that's one of those crazy things, John. It started out good for me. Um, I had uh, dry wood, hay and sweet chocolate to kick things off. Um, and wood kind of on the post draw, but, um, then as it kind of settled in, I got, uh, bread and mild baking spices. So, uh, pretty, pretty okay. Pretty good. First third. Um, second third, I think a lot of that character just didn't really harmonize in the same way. So, um, chocolate, wood and hay. Um, but there was a lot of dryness in the palette, which I found quite distracting. And then the center of the profile was really just really sweet wood. And then as it continued, it was just really wood forward. Um, not like overpowering, but like that was, it was just a, a monotone flavor of wood. Um, I got a little bit of mild chocolate and bread kind of partway through, um, but not enough to, to sort of elevate it above average. And then the last third, uh, kind of more of the same, a little bit of light chocolate instead of bread and then and wood again. Uh, and then the hay just kind of like super up in strength, like to medium, um, might be the most hay forward cigar I've smoked in a very long time. Uh, so, uh, not enough there to, again, put it up to good. I mean, still, still okay, but not their average. Uh, burn was good. Had to do a touch up cause a canoe, uh, formed in the second, third. I tried to let it go as far as possible. And I'm like, no, touch up, uh, draw is perfect. So overall, um, you know, just slightly above average for me, Aaron, what about you? Yeah. For me, the scratch show with dry earth, bitter wood and sharp black pepper. Uh, I got some, uh, smokiness that joined in fairly quickly. Uh, second, there's all the bitterness depart for a bit and then returned, um, as well as the wood gaining a heavy toast. And then the uh, final third saw a vegetable note join in as the cigar started to warm up. Um, construction was near perfect, just a slightly wavy burn, um, but nothing really that was a problem. Um, I thought the cigar had a, you know average flavor profile that was very rustic, uh, kind of focused around that dry earth and wood. Um, I, you know, I appreciate the attempt at a Mexican Puro, but, um, you know, it needed something to kind of break up the dryness and that earthy focus to it. Um, and, you know, the cigar wasn't off-putting, but it just, it wasn't all that attractive for me and to kind of go along with a really high price point. Um, it's just not going to be a cigar I come back to, but, um, I hope the brand comes out with, you know, a lot more, you know, Mexican forward blends because I'm very interested in trying that. Um, it just can't be. Uh, it just can't be this dry earth wood kind of driven portfolio. Like you got to do, do other things like sh- showcase the Mexican tobacco and, you know, you know, with a, a bit more re- well-rounded blend, I think. Um, all right, let's get into the scores. Start at the top with Seth at 7.07. John gave it a six, even June gave it a 5.75. John's face was fucking epic. <laughs> I gave it a 5.65. So, Seth, how that seven point what tarnation? <laughs> tarnation. There's a lot of excitement in smoking a Mexican Puro with a Mexican Sumatra wrapper. That's what wow. it is. So, listen, I need to smoke it again. I had a good experience. I had fun with it, but you know, I'm crazy like that. And there's a lot of people who didn't like it. So there you go, man. All right, John, six even. Yeah, I didn't not like it. I just didn't really like it. Um, you know, like it, it, it was, uh, you know, slightly above average profile with near perfect construction. So, um, you know, it's at a six. So what I tried again, I probably would, but I think Aaron hit the nail on the head and it just, it, it needs something else. Like it just, there wasn't enough uh, complexity on the flavor profile. And I, you know, I don't feel like it showcases, um, Mexican tobacco, at least a lot of the Mexican Ford tobaccos blends that I've had. Uh, but what do I know? I don't, They've been to Mexico to see the tobacco, so I could just 
talking right out my ass. At any rate, that's, all that to say, that is a qual- that's a quality to talk about, though, because I think we need to talk. I want to talk about that in the end. Very good. All right, all right June five point seven five. Oh, he's frozen. Uh, I thought right. he was just flashing the symbols. <laughs> yeah, doing gang gang signs. Uh, all right, my five point six five matches up well. It was average of a profile throughout. A really good construction. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it lands where a bunch of cigars this year have landed for me, but, uh, that price point's ridiculous for this cigar. Uh, so I understand it's come from Mexico maybe, but like back of taxes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, June back to you. 5.75. Oh, sorry guys. So I think the only things that should come from Mexico is avocados. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Really aged, good quality tequilas. I'm just thinking about the commercial. Yeah, I'm kidding. They have really you're, nice tequila. Oh, yeah, you I said love, you're really into dude, tequila. I've been into tequila lately, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's making me just freaking... Resposado. Some in- it's getting back yeah. to those days of early bourbon days, right? Yeah, man. Fuck bourbon. Done, done with bourbon. Um, yeah. But yeah, specifically this cigar, you guys. It's just 15 bucks and it doesn't taste good. I don't know. I mean, this is as this is probably as one of the definitely the worst cigars that I've smoked in a while, to be honest. And I'm not trying to shit on it. Don't get me wrong, but there's just not much redeeming qualities to it, in my opinion. And it is very pricey, which is like salt to the wound, you know. So, all right. So, final thoughts, Seth. Yeah, listen. It doesn't smoke like. We've smoked a lot of Me- when we smoke Mexican, we think Mexican San Andreas. We think of that classic. This did not smoke anything like it, and it was pretty funky to smoke that. And that's one of the things why I was like, "This is such a light. This is really a departure from whatever everything it is." So, are do, do we have the opportunity to see more blends like this, or is this just like one of these things? Like, what else? What else is there? What else do you have? What's going on? And I think that's part of my excitement to it is that. Okay, this is a Mexican Sumatra. Have we had Mexican Sumatras in this national? I don't know. No. no. So it's like, okay, is this? Can we do something with this? And in, or is in, this can't. And in all fairness, look at how long it took Nicaragua to. Everyone yeah. thinks Nicaraguan puros have been around forever. They have not been around forever. It took it took a very long time to make a Nicaraguan puro because Nicaraguan puros were awful, terrible. So, you know, it's nice packaging though. I'll say this, at least they put pride into it. Good looking. Yeah. And it's good looking. It's a very That's elegant true. band. Unlike unlike Mavros. Do you guys remember that cigar? Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot yeah. what it was called, but I remember. I mean, but even the the Turrent family, I just I mean, the Turrent family has great tobacco and people always talk about it, but like you've never seen I've never seen them put pride into a Mexican offering the way this this company has. So I wish yeah. them nothing but success. And I hope that they make a cigar that's really good that I can defend. Well, we're going to go. talk to them at the trade show and we'll find there out what go. they got in the what irons they have in the fire. That's right. Uh, all right. Wherever you catch this video, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, follow us on social media channels and you can catch all of our review recaps on the podcast. So iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Gio Parado. <laughs>